I don't know where everybody is. We're supposed to do a game source Halloween special and there's nobody around. Let me go, go down here this hallway real quick. Let me just turn on my flashlight here. That's better, that's better, that's better. Oh my gosh, what's that noise? So creepy, so creepy, so scary. It's okay, it's okay. It's a game source Halloween special. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay, just fine, just fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Where's everybody? Jamie? Lonnie? Game source? What's that? 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 Came across? There's a Pac-Man. The ghost. Pac-Man. Go, go. Pac-Man. Go. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What's up, world? I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know. They, they, they. Insert here. Yo. It's a terrible game. Bottom line, it's terrible in every way. Graphically, it's terrible. Gameplay is terrible. It's just terrible. Uh, angry Nick mad. That game sucked, and it's gonna suck no matter how many revisions they make. And it just sucked even more because they put a connect with it. Uh, angry Nick mad. Or if there's violence, I'll just laugh and enjoy the fun. Kaz Hazari. Hazari. Kaz Harai. 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 They just kind of got tired of Angry Nick on the first one and said, yeah, I'm gonna pass. Oh, yeah, so I do. It's me, precisely. No, no. I, I, per I no. do all my work. No, no. Yeah, I'm you guys are so I don't... cute. Oh, thank you. I try. I mean, let's face it, Mario, and to a lesser extent, Zelda, is what carries Nintendo at this point. Always be radical. I love you, little podcast. You're the bestest thing ever. For the promise of a new Super Smash Brothers and the Zelda game, yes. You will not find a better story presented in any other game genre, in my personal opinion. Like, JRPG have that. They have that story. That's what the entire game felt like. Oh my god, I want to bang my head into a wall. It's a podcast this weekend. Can someone remind me? I thought it was a video game podcast. You're listening to the Game Source Podcast. You are on the air. Alright, well, welcome everybody to our... Don't, don't mind the crazy noise in the background. That's just Gerald <laughs> Hey, Jamie, what's up, man? How are you? Everything's good? A-okay. You've never looked better. All right, man. Degenerate 08 in the house right there for you. Uh, looks like welcome to the OSU water polo. What's up, buddy? Oh, everything going okay? You're getting ready for BlizzCon? All right, man. That's awesome. Give me high five. Oh, now maybe? No, don't, don't leave me hanging, bro. What's up with that? All right, whatever. Well, this is our annual Halloween podcast. Ooh. Ooh. It's not done at a live event this year. We apologize for that to those who were looking hey. forward to hearing the sounds of screaming kids in the background and it's anima animated uh, monsters and... Uh, 
all that sorts of uh, in the background this year. So we apologize for that, but I think you'll live through it because uh, we're excited and it's going to be a great show. Isn't that right? Who's here today? Yes, it is. Um, sadly, we, we were hoping that we'd have some extra folks tonight, but it's just the the original crew, Gerald and I. Uh, I'm not. I'm. This is Nacho Daddy. You know why I'm Nacho Daddy? Because I'm Nacho Daddy. <laughs> well, um, and... And uh, Green Nick with his famous bear head. That's what you, he's going to be for Halloween. Yeah. Gonna, even, scar- well, even scarier than I am. The, the laughing, the laughing stock of uh, Game Source as usual, right? I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, I guess the big, the big topic to fire things off is the Xbox One price change. Um, is it, no pun intended, a game changer? Well, let's uh, let's elaborate. For those of you that have not been on the planet Earth when this was announced uh, earlier this week. Uh, Microsoft announced as of 11-2, November 2nd, if you're watching this beforehand or if you're watching this after. So between November 2nd and the end of the year, which is roughly about, what, eight or nine weeks or so, give or take, uh, the price of the Xbox One on all versions has been reduced for $50 for each bundle. That means, uh, for instance, uh, that well, that's a big change. You know, that's a that's a big to do because, uh, yeah. you know, it, it completely changes the price point of everything as far as it's concerned. You know, may may make a lot of uh, decisions for a lot of people and may change a lot of others for for quite a few people. So, you know, uh, for instance, the bundle that comes, the white one that just came out this week with Sunset Overdrive. That will be reduced to 349. Um, for instance, the one that with bundled with the two uh, the two Assassin's Creed games without Connect, I believe, will also be at 349. Um, unfortunately, they're not in this country bundling an Xbox One, the Master Chief Collection, which is uh, extremely disappointing and distressing to me. But uh, I, when I plan on uh, you know, getting an Xbox One this holiday, so we'll have to get that most definitely because that looks like an outstanding game, and I can't wait for that one. Um, it is the reason why I'm buying an Xbox One, by the way. But also, if you are interested in the Connect, which I may still be interested in Connect because it still has some features which I'm looking for, uh, that has been reduced from 4.99 to 4.49, and also let's not forget the Call of Duty. Special Edition Xbox One with a one terabyte hard drive, uh, which is the difference uh, for for many wondering why, if it doesn't have Connect, uh, why is it still priced so high? And that's the reason why is because it's got a larger hard drive. That has also been reduced fifty dollars to four forty nine as well. So uh, our question originally that you you sent out there, Nick, was, is this going to be a game changer? Is this Microsoft's uh, last stand for this year. Um, I know uh, right around the time of Destiny, if you recall, back in September, uh, they were doing a deal where they gave an extra game free uh, with the purchase of an Xbox One. And although that did spike uh, some interest for that week that the sales were strong on it, unfortunately it still didn't overcome um, in, in this market, the U.S. market, 
uh, sales of uh, the Xbox One uh, did get uh, still defeated by PlayStation 4 overall for the month of September. So I think that sent a message to Microsoft and Xbox um, that they have to make even more drastic changes. So they had to bite the bullet uh, and uh, reduce the price for the holiday season. And I think that's going to you know, sway a lot of people. Uh, plus also the fact that you know the first-party software that's out there uh, that's coming this fall is, you know, primarily, you know, between uh, Nintendo and Microsoft, because Sony, you know, DriveClub, uh, well, that's been a disaster, uh, as you mentioned before in your previous podcast, podcast number 108, which you can either download or watch off of our YouTube page. Um, it's just uh, been been horrible, and that was supposed to be the main uh, first-party title this fall from Sony, and also as well, you have little big pan. Big Planet 3, but that's even with uh, any kind of advertising, that's still not going to break any ground or move any needles. So, uh, you know, my question to you, Nick, you from Nacho Daddy, is uh, what do you think, as far as is concerned, uh, is going to move the needle in this case? Do you think it's going to be the Xbox One, or do you think it's uh, gonna, still going to stay in the hands of the PlayStation 4? Do you think that train is still going very strong for PlayStation? You know, I I think it all comes down to, you know, what's going to be available in terms of, of software. And, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think I think Microsoft, you know, continues to, to struggle in its efforts to, you know, to, I don't want to say to underhand Sony necessarily, but in their efforts to try to, you know, streamline themselves and align themselves more with, you know, more with the, the respectability that... But you've got to admit, this is, you know, it's more extremely... It's, it's more attractive right now for this holiday season. Oh, no, no, Especially with Overdrive, especially with Forza Horizon 2 that just came out, especially yeah. with the Master Chief Collection, which looks like an awesome deal at $60 to get Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4, and all the maps for it, which uh, I believe encompasses over 90 uh, multiplayer maps, uh, mm -hmm. both either re uh, you know, uh, redone or uh, left as is, and it's, they're all going to be upgraded. The whole, uh, whole thing is going to be upgraded to 1080, 60 frames a second, uh, so it's going to look sweet, even the older versions uh, from, from back. And I, uh, I'd like to tell you, Nick, that was a deal breaker for me. I'm going to go ahead and get, get an Xbox One this fall. No, so. no I mean, and even and even having had the opportunity to to uh, at E three to be able to see Sunset Overdrive and to see the you know the the Halo collection, um, you, you know I know there's obviously a tremendous amount of excitement and hype, especially when it comes to Halo, of course, because you know it's Halo. But I, I mean, it does certainly make the Xbox One a more attractive offer for you know for the holiday seasons, and, and really this is the best time they could have really pushed forward for that. Now, whether that was their plan the entire year, who knows? But well, I know when it comes to, well, the price change, I think that was just a measure of, you know, they saw some sales spike when they did that offer in September of an extra game free, but I don't, they were kind of surprised. I think the whole video game industry was still surprised that, that even that did not sway people as far as, you know, overall for the rest of the month. That didn't do enough to get them over the hump. And uh, basically, it's going to be this. If a $50 price cut unless PlayStation and Sony uh, change their minds and matches the price. If that doesn't sway people this this holiday 
and and Xbox One does not overcome the PlayStation 4s. What happened? Oh, it's like in like another region there, man. I'm telling you, Halloween hunted. Um, if the Xbox One, it, you know, if this doesn't make it the choice uh, this holiday season because Nintendo, you know, super, everybody's uh, getting hyped up for Super Smash, and and I want to bring that in there, but you know, they they're still not uh, thinking clearly, um, and we'll touch on more Nintendo in a bit here, but. You know them not not producing a Super Smash bundle. I still think is is you know it's the same as Microsoft with the uh, Master Chief Collection. Although I'm going to tell you right now in the books, when Halo Five comes out next year, they're going to bundle uh, a Master Chief Collection as part of that. They'll do one next year, which uh, to me is too little, too late because I already have it by then. But um, I, I'm just concerned. We you know people also are getting in back into the Wii U, um, but will that be enough? Because you know. With with a bundle, proper bundle for that Nintendo could have done with an amiibo, a game GameCube controller, and the game would have been nice around 350 itself. But then you have the Xbox One, a much more power unit, yet powerful unit at the same price. So, it's, like I said, it just uh, throws everything out of whack, and you get a free game with it on top of that. So it really makes it more attractive. So, uh, you know, this is now or never for Microsoft at, at Xbox. I know it's early on. It's it's only second, you know, into it. Uh, second year, I but think I think this is a make it or break right now because they're they're behind in the game and they're taking drastic measures. It's great to see. It's great to see for us gamers. I I, I don't think that. Um, I don't I don't think that the sales are going to be astronomical and blow Sony out of the water. If that's what you're asking. Um, however, well, I think with the general consumer, they just know that the PlayStation 4 is the number one seller right now, and just because of that, even though there is a price difference, there is going to be some people just buying a PlayStation 4 because that's what their kid thinks that they think their kids want is the PlayStation well, 4. Yeah, yeah, and I get that, but you know, I, again, I mean, having had the opportunity, I mean, Sunset Overdrive is an amazing game. I mean, I, I was, it looked, it looked great at D3, and. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I definitely think if they were going to bundle a game, that is an excellent game to bundle it up with. Um, in terms of, you know, I, again, I, I don't know. Well, their, their intention, though, that I, I will say that Phil Spencer did say in an interview uh, with uh, IGN uh, that he reason why he did that he was to send a message to not just not to consumers per se, but it was more of a message to uh, Insomniac, who is not a first-party studio. But to let them know their support and their they continued support of the game and the fact that they might uh, you know if it if it does well enough that they're willing to behind get behind a series uh, for this exclusive to the Xbox One. Well, I I guess only time will tell. I mean, it it all I guess it all depends if if Sony decides to come out with any you know with any with any big bundle or anything. Yeah, I I think ultimately. When folks are, you know, the consumers in this case are are seeing any console bundled with game or games, uh, they're gonna it, obviously it's gonna incentivize them to lean one way or the other. Now, obviously, the price reduction on the Xbox One makes it a much more uh, incentive purchase at this point, and and quite frankly, probably the, one of the few, if only, reasons to buy it at this point, um, because really neither system, like we had discussed in our last podcast, um, has really cranked out any you know whether they be proprietary titles or first or third party titles that that really 
were motivation enough to even purchase either one of the consoles, really, in my opinion. But um, and, and Destiny certainly wasn't a seller. And, and even though it was a great, even though it's it's fundamentally a pretty good game, it's definitely not a. I have to go out and buy a PlayStation Four or an Xbox One. Well, it was no. I disagree with you. It did move those units. It did because of the Destiny bundle. Bundle. That's the reason why Sony PlayStation still won in September, yeah. even with the deal that was offered by Microsoft, is because people were attracted to that PlayStation 4 bundle, and Destiny yeah. did move a lot of units. That bundle yeah. did. But, but, but as, a, as a single entity, well, hold on, let me see. Okay. Let me tell you, as a single entity, people buying Destiny alone bought more on the Xbox One, but that doesn't count the bundles. So that tells me that a lot of people, the reason why PlayStation 4 was still out on top is because they were buying that Destiny bundle. Now, overall, okay, yes, Destiny did not, you know, set the world on fire, but people are still playing it, people are still loving it, and I still think by the end of the year, um, it still will sell, you know, a, a 9 to 10 million copies. Uh, and when all is said and done, it, it, it may not be the... The world breaker that you know that they had hoped it would be, but it's still it's a very strong title sales wise for them. Well, I mean, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess um, the way I feel about it is is that only time is going to tell this season. Uh, I, I mean, again, I, I, the the it's definitely a greater incentive when you're provided a reason to actually purchase a console, you know, versus just getting it and then sitting on it for six months while you wait for games that are actually worth purchasing to come out. So I, well, I, I, I you know, there's not only some great games that are coming out this fall. But, and, but Black uh, Friday, as you know, though, is going to be the ultimate determination on it's going to it's going to be over the hump, and that's really going to impact, you know, the the holiday season to follow thereafter is is based on a lot a lot. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's going to be not primarily maybe, but it's going to be very much based on what the outcome of what the Black Friday deals are going to be because if titles are going to be, you know, having ridiculous sales, you know, if you can purchase a bunch of Xbox One titles or PS4 titles ahead of time, you know, and then you have the, 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 the incentive at this point to go ahead and purchase your Xbox One bundle at a, uh, with the price reduction and get the additional game or if you veer off to get a PS4, and whether that be the Destiny bundle, bundle, or if Sony decides to come out with a package holiday deal, like they they oftentimes do, you know, you're really getting a bigger bang for your buck. So I, I don't know. It's hard to say who's going to be. I don't think, if anything, Microsoft may may potentially, you know, may potentially come as a close runner up. I don't think I don't think Nintendo's really gonna really gonna be anywhere. Um, but I mean. This might boost Microsoft sales, but I don't think it's going to be exponential enough to to uh, to overturn Sony. Uh, definitely will be more interesting now because of that. Yeah. Um, and if you get a chance, well, first off, while we're while we're on that subject, if you get a chance, check out my blog uh, that I wrote on the industry uh, because of the Microsoft price change. Uh, I wrote that blog. Um, on, well, actually, it's on my page, the Yes Elvis Lives page. Um, yourgamesource.com slash yes Elvis lives one word dot H, you know yes Elvis lives dot HTML and then also as well next week we're going to do a plus one uh, on the on the you know basically impending console war this holiday season 
among other topics. And then also the Black Friday page, our infamous Black Friday page, which comes up every year around this time. Uh, it's going to be coming up uh, probably in the next few days, uh, next week, uh, basically, because the deals start trickling in. Uh, we noticed uh, already some, some deals from uh, Kmart, uh, Best Buy, and Target that are coming up before uh, Black Friday and actually the first part of November. So uh, we posted those on our Game Source Facebook page. And if you haven't liked us yet, you need to like us there so you get all the latest news. Um, so, you know, the, they're, the retailers themselves are taking notice and, they're, and it's really uh, becoming uh, quite, uh, quite interesting indeed. And actually, this all started because uh, we, you know, there was a Kmart leaked uh, ad that had said that it was fifty dollars off, but we did nobody knew that was going to be a at least a uh, semi uh, permanent for well at least for eight nine weeks uh, price change indeed. So that's quite surprising. Uh, quite a good move by Microsoft that they're willing to bite the bullet, especially on the, on their bundles that actually have games with them, and uh, it's it's great to see and and uh, for you me and everyone else out there, all the consumers, it makes it uh, definitely, if you're shopping for a console this season, it makes it uh, definitely more interesting indeed. So, what's next? Well, you know, I, I, I guess, um, I don't know if I, I know based on what we were going to discuss, I know you said Nintendo uh, had reported profits in the second quarter. That's correct. They just uh, had their, well, a lot of companies right now are, are, are you know, announcing their their second quarter results and. Uh, uh, Are we approaching the end of third? Pardon? Aren't we almost approaching the end of the third quarter? Isn't that a little bit late that's, to the second quarter? No, that's when most companies are actually you know they they tell you how they were doing this summer and things of that nature, no. because they find it takes a lot to total up the financials and things of that nature. You have to report it to your shareholders and things of that. You know, a lot of companies right now are, are, are this week, we're in the process of doing that. Capcom, uh, among others, uh, WWE, uh, so, several others who are actually doing the same thing as well. But, uh, you know, with, with uh, Nintendo is, is, is posting a, a decent profit, uh, you know, well, from the years uh, recently uh, of them failing so miserably and us laughing at them the whole way, um, this is definitely quite a you know, change of pace, and you can attribute that basic... Their their profits are generally probably from their 3DS titles though, not their Wii U. Um, Mario Kart 8 was uh, was nice for them. It did provide a surge, as was expected. Um, the even though the staying power on Mario Kart 8 wasn't what they would hope to be, it still provided a nice little surge. And I think uh, also as well with with uh, you know the the Pokemon's coming out soon and Super Smash Brothers that has sold over four to f between four or five million already in 3DS sales, um, uh, spiking the interest of of people uh, worldwide in the game. Uh, truly was a good sign, and that that's really just even gives more impetus and and more interest into the Wii U as far as it's concerned when Super Smash Brothers comes out uh, in November. So, plus also as well, the, the critical ravings over Bayonetta 2, uh, which many are already shooing in as the game of the year for, for many publications because uh, I've seen quite a few uh, nines, nines and a half, and tens uh, bandied around. So, uh, you know, if that, you know, the game is not heavily marketed or heavily... Uh, heavily advertised, but, you know, word of mouth, because it's such a strong game, may gain a lot of interest. Hyrule Warriors was a really solid title for the, for the Wii U as well. 
that uh, should push a few copies. But right now, basically, it's always about Super Smash, and a lot of the general public is really excited about Super Smash. And like I said, it should they should have done a bundle. They should have had a bundle present and available uh, with Super Smash. I cannot stress that enough. I know I've been called ridiculous for saying such a thing, uh, among other things, but I really think it would have been a smarter move because I think some retailers are going to try and do something bundle-ish anyways on the actual uh, Super Smash title when it comes out later, uh, you know, in November. So... But uh, your thoughts on Nintendo, Nick, especially with the Pokemons also coming out, because there's big pre-orders on the next Pokemon games coming out, and, uh, you know, your thoughts on the actual, uh, you know, success of Nintendo this holiday season. I mean, like I like I kind of detailed in the, you know, my last, you know, my last go-around with what we discussed before, I, I, I don't, I just don't think Nintendo's going to be really much of a contender as far as the holiday season goes. I mean, I don't really understand a lot of the decisions that Nintendo's made. I, I mean, especially in recently, you know, when we had discussed their, their changes in, in uh, you know, their new quote-unquote 3DS and, and making some of the, the game software proprietary to that new device. I, I just don't, I, I don't know if, I think, I, I know that Nintendo obviously has and will always have a very strong consumer follow. Just that's just Nintendo. They will have a, they will have consumer following them time and time again, regardless of what stupid decisions they they decide to make. But I, I just I don't know if that necessarily drastically impacted the the you know, consumers purchasing decisions this holiday season. But I just don't know even with the software that will be available on the Nintendo, Wii U, and, and 3DS this holiday season, it's it's going to... I don't think it's really going to be anything substantial for them. Okay. Uh, I disagree. I think they're going to surprise some people. <laughs> I think uh, I think it's going to be uh, Super Smash uh, gaining a lot of interest. I think you'll be surprised. Whether this Amiibo thing ever, ever kicks in, like you know Skylanders or Disney Infinity is another story... But uh, definitely people will have a, a genuine interest. I think there's a lot of old-school interest and a lot of general consumer interest in the Wii U. So I think the race overall for each console will be a lot tighter than people uh, you know, have imagined. At least I would have imagined you know, six to nine months ago. But uh, it does definitely, to me, look like a, a much better race. But it all depends on, you know, like I said, retailers, how they priced these bundles because people are going to come in at you know that are buying a Wii U, and they only want to buy Super Smash, and you know they want the Amiibo and the other pack, you know, because the only bundle package right now currently is, um, sorry, my my mask is kind of itchy. Um, the what was I going to say? Oh yes, yes, the bundle that's available is a ninety-nine dollar bundle with a GameCube controller. Uh, and then the game itself, which uh, does not, not the, quite the bundle I'm looking for, but, you know, some retailers are going to try and smash that with a, oh, sorry, pardon the pun, going to smash that with the console itself. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to be uh, something of great interest to people. It just depends, you know, if they do it at $350, $400, that's not attractive. But if they do it at 3 that could definitely uh, be, a game, be a game changer as well. If they, so. if they, if they maybe did 299 with the game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
but right. but anyway, on, you know, kind of moving into the next, which kind of is related but unrelated. Uh, in terms related of Call, but unrelated. Yes, yeah, so like, Call of Duty is not a Nintendo product. However, is that like your kids? It is related. It is related to what we were discussing. So, has Call of Duty lost its momentum? I have been saying this for a very, very long time. <laughs> has it finally burnt out? Please tell me yes. Well, not if you, not if you ask Kevin Spacey. Um, he's okay. Kevin Spacey does make that game. Well, see, that's the thing. It's creating a lot of interest. It yeah. all depends on who you talk to because, you know, a lot of consumers, a lot of gamers who've strayed away from the Call of Duty series are suddenly reinvig uh, reinvigorated and, and uh, have a, regained a new interest in the game because of the Kevin Spacey inclusion. So, you know, they're, they're thinking, oh, yeah, it looks kind of good. I think I may want to at least give it a try again. Oh, oh do get wrong. Whereas, whereas you have a lot of pundits that are saying, well, pre-orders are down, that means the overall sales is going to be down even from what ghosts were, were it doing. Does, it, the game does look very good, but it's still in its core. And, and, I, and I, I love Kevin Spacey. That guy's great. Great actor. But I just... I, I, that's not going to... That, I, I just don't know if that's going to really sell the game. I mean, it's it's still the same at its core. It's still the same Call of Duty. And to be honest with you, Ghosts wasn't really anything very impressive. Well, that's why, I mean, Ghosts, that's why the sales of Ghosts suffered. Yeah. I, and I, I mean, and for what I've seen, you know, again, at E3 and the content and material, you know, that's been available online in terms of gameplay footage, it, it's very impressive. And on the next-gen consoles, I'm sure it'll look amazing. They've obviously integrated a... Uh, you know, a number of new types of technology and things of that nature to help enhance your gameplay, hence advanced warfare. However, at its core, it's still the same Call of Duty. I saw something that, you know, earlier before the podcast that, you know, there was some video leaked of the zombie, you know, uh, of the, the zombie portion of the game. Oh, big surprise there. But, are, uh, you know, the exoskeleton's supposed to give you new powers, new jumps, new getting going But it's still here. the same. So that now they just intermingled Titanfall with Call of Duty, a little bit, not 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 entirely, but yes, I, I understand what you're talking about. So I I I, um, I think yeah, I think Call of Duty is starting to go in the toilet. So they, they might want to maybe take some time to figure out another game. But yeah, they will. But maybe they can they can use the power of the force. <laughs> they well, can use the uh, power of the force, and which leads us into our next topic about. Star Wars games. Well, we're going to talk about that topic, Star Wars. Star Wars. Right after this message. Okay, that was great. So, was it good <laughs> for you too? Yeah, that's what I thought, Nick. Okay. Um, well, recently, you know, Star Wars uh, fans, and, and such as myself, Star Wars has, has, you know, we've had a love and hate affair, excuse my language with the H word there, but uh, had, a, had with, uh, you know, with Star Wars games over the past 20 years or so, and, and it's just, you know, we want this, we want this, you know, the games themselves when they come from the Star, the Star Wars universe to be so good, so well made, and so developed as the the original Star Wars movies were, 
that uh, sometimes when they don't meet up to those expectations, um, excuse me, <laughs> the Night of the Old Republic, <laughs> excuse me, uh, MMO, um, you know, that, that was, uh, you know, like, like recent times, you know, they're, they're still struggling to find an audience for that game uh, continuously. So, that yes, I know. Tell me about <laughs> it. Um, and not the original KOTOR, KOTOR 2, um, which now, as part of the package of, of Lucasville games, film games, um, they're going to be now, uh, you know, actually put on GOG.com, uh, which uh, is not up to the level of popularity of Steam, but as the number two uh, game PC game provider, um, as far as it's concerned, it's still a, a nice place to be. And, and if you you know didn't hear the news, um, Disney and Lucasfilm have uh, released a lot of those older games, which um, included you know such hits as Tie Fighter, X-wing Fighter. Um, as far as it's concerned, like I said, the old the old Kotors, um, among others, uh, that just are going to be released or have been released on GOG.com uh, for certain prices. I think most right around ten dollars, if I'm not mistaken, each. Which uh, you know, for retro games like playing at early 1990s games, might be a little much. But that's you know, that's Disney. What are you gonna What do you expect? Um, the reason why uh, we're including it on this podcast is because you know we posted that news uh, here and on one of our uh, uh, other Facebook sites, um, and you know it just seemed to really gain a lot of interest. I mean, it spiked interest to levels uh, where you're at E3 and 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 the you know the news that we were sharing regarding Destiny back in September. There were hundreds and hundreds of people and thousands of people actually just interested in actually learning more about how they can get their hands on these these older games. Uh, you know, begs begs the question, Nick. Um, especially with uh, Star Wars coming out next year, uh, the actual movie is concerned, Episode Seven, and and you're talking about those older games. What sense of nostalgia? Do you have, as far as is concerned, for those games that were, you know, right around the time you were born, sir? Well, I, I don't case. really. In some cases, in some cases. I, I don't. I don't really. I, I've not been much into the much of the Star Wars genre. I've watched the movies, but I, I can tell you from the hype. Like uh, I still remember when we were at the uh, EA press conference. Um, you know, D three. Uh, not this year, I believe it was last year, if I recall correctly. Um, and and sitting in the audience, and when a brief clip of you know a brief clip of of the of the new Star Wars coming up on there, and then when I say brief, I mean I think I think it was like literally a couple seconds. Correct me if I'm wrong. Oh and no, it is, and that's. And I think everybody just got up, and I, I not really so much got up, but everybody was just cheering and. And screaming because you know they were just that was what they wanted to see. So I mean, I think Star Wars has a I mean Star Wars has a has potential. But I mean, and I shouldn't say I didn't have too much experience with the games. I, I know that I had played. Um, oh my goodness, I can't remember the the two games. Um, 
Well, what's what's what I'm just saying, trying to say is, you know, because EA and this tied into something else we were going to talk about is, is EA's recent, you know, announcement because it had its shareholder meeting this week, and it announced officially a, a March date for Battlefield Hardline. But the most interesting thing was uh, Star Wars Battlefront, which was at one time predict uh, they were targeting a summer. Uh, 2015 release, um, and you knew that wasn't going to happen. That was going to be a fall title for them. You know, they were saying Battlefield 5 was going to be in, in fall, and that's, that was a bunch of baloney. So basically, now that they're going to do what they should be doing all along, and instead it's going to be a holiday 2015 release, and basically tie in right around when the movie comes out. So, you know, that's going to be a big nostalgia. So I think it's a good sign for EA because they're, you know, if they have a well-crafted game, hopefully they won't incur the same issues as Battlefield 4 with all the online issues. But if they actually are focused on what they're doing with this game and it's done really at the level that they, Disney, Lucasfilm, um, well, whatever's left of Lucasfilm anyways, um, are looking for, then it really could be a major hit for, for EA uh, this 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 you know next holiday excuse me because you know the Star Wars games and the point was with this whole story was that even just the mention of Star Wars you know brings so much nostalgia to a lot of people and and done in the right way could really gain a lot of interest I mean if you're if if the the you know the internet's exploding and trending you know hugely because people were excited about you know, 1991 and 92 and, and older Star Wars games, you know, for that matter, on a on a PC game service. If that blew up the internet with Star Wars, you know, just imagine once uh, uh, Star Wars Battlefront comes out next year, you know, what really interest that could make. I mean, that could really be something that uh, changes the game entirely and, and have uh, Activision, Call of Duty, and or Destiny and whatnot really uh, on its heels. So that was pretty much what I was trying to tie into is the the great interest and nostalgia uh, that Star Wars still has even to this day, and especially next year when the anticipation is building to to next uh, next holiday season for when the movie comes out. That's just going to make it even more attractive for EA to to release that game. So. Well, I. Uh, and then I would love to kill you with a lightsaber. By the way. Uh, in Star Wars Battlefront, so you better be getting it next 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 holiday. Yeah, yeah we'll see about that, buddy. Um, so, I, I guess a true Halloween question. <laughs> what, just my lightsaber. Slicing you in half. I'm slicing him in half now. <laughs> what, 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 a good way, what, a, what a good last question to wrap up the Halloween podcast. Has a game ever truly scared you? Well, you scare me all the time every time I talk to you, but uh, uh, we'll start off with the one, two, true time. Um, I was scared, and it's a story that you and I like to tell often, um, and involves, you know, you. Um, Left for Dead 2, <laughs> and it happened to be um, someone scary in both our, both of our lives, uh, your ex-wife. Uh, <laughs> scary, because I, scary because I even knew her. And scary because even more because you knew her, although you got two great kids, so that's like a you know saving grace and all that. So, um, you know, that's the time I've truly been scared. Is is 
You know, not when she threw, you know, that famous story when she threw the Molotov cocktail on both of us. <laughs> oh, Unint okay. Unintentionally, I might add. And you see that yeah. in air quotes there. But the fact is that, you know, when you're especially on the bridge level and you're, you're basically running for your life and you're just, the adrenaline is pumping and you're just scared out of your mind and you're just running and you're, we're all just screaming, run, run, run at the top of our lungs and, and you know, where's, you know, and we're all screaming, where's your, your ex-wife, you know, what, you know, I don't want to even name, name her, mention her name, you know, not, not, not even worth my time, but we're like, where is she at, where is she at, where is she at, and, you know, we're just all screaming and panicking, that, to me, was scary, you know, because I've, I've, I've been, played Dead Space, it jumps out, oh yeah, big deal, it jumps out, big deal, you know, I'll, I'll ask, okay, it jumps out at you, okay, I get it, I get it, you know, it's like, ugh, Okay, and then that's it. That's you know, uh, even this Alien uh, game that I that I recently reviewed, and also as well the Evil Within. You know, they just jump out at you. That's basically when you play these games like Resident Evil Four and whatnot. Even those, they do ju all, all. That's all they pretty much. When they say you know, are these games scary at you? That's all you're doing. It's you're in this dark area, you know, and boom, they scare at you. You know, I like Dead Space, not necessarily for the scares, quote-unquote, but I actually liked it for the actual gameplay and the mystery and the the excitement and the tension building before the actual scare. I thought that was well done. And, and when you truly have one of these horror games, you know, we played uh, Corey and, and Chris, you know, uh, they streamed one earlier this year that, that they were, you know, screaming, uh, you know, like little girls, as they said, for periods of time, but overall, when they came to reviewing the game, they gave the game a 5.5 because there was really, for every scare that they had, there was really there was no gameplay to consist, uh, consist you know, consistently at all to speak of. So when we're talking about, uh, you know, these scary games, whatnot, yeah, they might provide the same jump out at you when you're not expecting it type deal, but. I don't know. It just all come all depends on on the rest of the game as a whole, and that's why Resident Evil Four and that's why Dead Space and 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 some others uh, really hold up is because the actual outside of just the scare and the uh, you know the ambiance and the the whole presentation is, is really good. But you know, to me, still, there's nothing like you running and you're getting bludgeoned by these zombies in Left 4 Dead Two, and they're just you're just like running, even today, you know, we could go on Left 4 Dead 2 right now and just, I'll be screaming, you know, like crazy, just, to, you know, and, and then I'll just probably leave you behind and just every man for himself or woman for himself. So, boom, yeah. goodbye, got to go. Because, but no, I remember those times dearly when we were when we were playing hardcore Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2, and really was just, just truly adrenaline pumping and really, really scary for me. Because you know, I'm always thinking what's right. They're all right around you, and they start attacking you anyway. So, um, for you, sir, what would be uh, scary? I I would say um, Silent Hill. Silent Hill was terrifying, especially, and and they they've progressively gotten worse in in terms of the. Well, hopefully the new one, the hopefully the new one, Silent Hills, will be a return to that because you know if you play the P, have you played the PT download? I I, I haven't. I've watched it several times. I, it, the I think, and again, I haven't I haven't played all of the Silent Hills 
you know, every single one of them because I know there are some various ones that I think came out on PSP and um, I, I think the original Silent Hill that it came out and I still I still remember um, I still remember when I was younger going into the game store um, and and you know I was with somebody else and you know we we had picked up that game unknowing at the time of what it you know what what it, what it actually was and I still you know I still remember I still remember that game was was terrifying it was terrifying and and it was a terrifying in a way that that a lot of games don't don't basically it doesn't do what you you know what you had had indicated that many of the games do now it wasn't it wasn't cheap scare tactics it was it was true terror it was being in complete and pitch darkness and trying to fiddle around rooms with a flashlight and then and then not even not even it's more you discovering the enemy and when the enemy was like you know in the room with you the entire time and you know it, it and, and as they've gotten I think as the games have have changed they unfortunately in some iterations of the newer the newer Silent Hill titles they they've kind of changed that style of you know survival horror but as I've seen in PT in the PT demo, you know they're they're bringing a lot of those those elements back, and and really I think the game that really you know uh, from memory that that's terrified me was Silent Hill. But well, fair enough then. <laughs> Tried to scare you. Didn't work. Uh, did it? Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, what does that say for the rest of our show, man? I'd say that is about a wrap. Okay. Well, we want to thank everyone for joining us uh, on this special annual Halloween podcast. I'm sorry, there's like no animal. Again, there's no animatronics behind us. Uh, 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 so, but uh, still, we appreciate you joining us again. Uh, we're yourgamesource.com. Um, or catch us on GameSource on Facebook, yourgamesource.com, or GameSource on YouTube. Um, and then also as well, at GameSource on Twitter. Uh, definitely appreciate you, you watching or listening. Um, whether you just download this and listen to the car or you're actually watching this on on the big screen because PlayStation 4 now has that YouTube app so you gotta use it and there's no better way to use it than watching us right on the big screen isn't that right? Yep, that it is. That's it. So did you do the update yet? Uh, I haven't really been home recently so probably not. Okay, so careful because it might blow up your computer because people have been reporting uh, issues with that that new update 2.0. But you know, now nah, you go try it first. You try it first. You text me. If it's okay to do it. I'll go ahead and do it as well. Uh, yeah, thank you. I'm glad I could always be the guinea pig. Of course. Well, I think thanks again, folks, for joining us. Until the next Game Source podcast, which will hopefully be our Black Friday special, or sooner, because you never sooner. know what's going to happen. Exactly. Well, have a happy Halloween, and until next time. Who are you? I am SOS Rage or the Angry Bearhead. And I am 
Not your daddy, because I'm not your daddy. Woo-hoo-de. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. Be safe out there and have lots of candy. Peace. Oh my gosh. This has been another Game Source Halloween special. We'd like to th thank you for watching, I think. I'm so scared right now. I lost everybody. The show's over. I don't know what to do. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so scared again. Oh my gosh. 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 I don't know what to do. Uh, remember, uh, www.yourgamesters.com for all your latest video game needs. Uh, oh, so scared, so scared. So scared. Uh, at GameSource, tweet me, tweet us on Twitter, at GameSource. Uh, follow us on Facebook, at GameSource. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. I can't find anyone. I can't find my friends. What was that noise? What was that noise? Bonnie. Jamie. King. Source. Production. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Do you love games, breed games, and bleed games? Then this is the crew for you. If you are interested in editorial, podcasting, live events, and exclusive content, make sure to hit us up at info at yourgamesource.com and become part of a team that is dedicated to delivering all the greatest and latest in gaming news and content, all here at yourgamesource.com.